0: Hello, and welcome to episode 16 of the Sisters Podcast. Um, My name is Lee Laird, and I am here with my sister, Margie Schaefer, and uh, it's been a little while since we've been together uh, doing a podcast, but that's, you know, that's life with, that's quarantine life. Life in a pandemic. Yeah, yeah. So, but you have some interesting things to share with us today.
1: Yeah. I thought, you know, why don't we just jump right in and then we can elaborate as we share. So, uh, first of all, let me just set this up just a little bit in that for the first time in probably over 12 years, Mm -hmm. I am not currently teaching a Bible study Mm -hmm. because of the COVID restrictions. Even though our church is open here in Washington state, I know many people listen to this that don't live in our state. So here in Washington state, we we have all these restrictions. And so as I prayed and thought about it and learned more over the summer, the Lord led me to make the decision that as a large group, we would not meet because we Mm -hmm. are not a social distancing ministry. Mm-hmm. We can't maintain the six feet of separation and um, all the mask requirements as well as the cleaning requirements. We don't even, as a ministry, have the staff to clean mm-hmm. in between sessions. So it just seems like the right thing to do for this season, for this fall, was not meet as a large group. Mm-hmm. And so As a result of that, we have remote groups meeting. Mm -hmm. You're hosting a remote group. Right. And uh, this is a wonderful thing. Over 240 women are currently doing the Bible study, which was a previously published study with uh, recorded teaching, and it's called Be Brave, which is so appropriate for what we're all walking through right now. So uh, with that in mind, because I'm not actively teaching and preparing each week Uh, I have the opportunity for my own personal growth to read the Bible through in 90 days. So, in fact, this is a cover to cover in 12 pages a day. You read the entire Bible in 90 days and it's really um, a blessing to do this. So, I was reading last week in the book of Joshua and this passage really jumped out at me. And Joshua has taken over for Moses. He has died. And uh, now Joshua is in charge of all the Israelites. And there are millions of them. And they are getting ready to go to the promised land. And this is in Joshua 3. And after three days, the officers went throughout the camp giving orders to the people. When you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, your God, which was symbolic of the Lord's presence Mm -hmm. leading them. Mm -hmm. When you see the Ark and the priest who are Levites carrying it, you are to move out from your positions and follow it. Then you will know which way to go since you have never been this way before. And I just keep coming back to that phrase, since you have never been this way before. Make sure you don't make a move. The Lord was saying to Joshua and all of his men and his fellow leaders, make sure you don't make a move without the presence of the Lord Mm. leading you. The Lord goes on, but keep a distance of about a thousand yards. So the Lord
0: invented with social distancing. And it's not just six Six feet, it's it's a a thousand yards. So the Lord says, "Ah."
1: yeah, you got to see. We're seeing through our, our COVID filter. But keep a distance of about a thousand yards between you and the ark. Do not go near it. So it was holy. Yeah. And he did not want the people running around it and touching it. So Joshua told the people, and I love this, Consecrate yourselves for tomorrow. The Lord will do amazing things among you. Mm -hmm. Isn't that so good? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I know I've read this passage many times before, but since you've never been this way before, that's what I wanted to talk about today because all of us no matter what state you're living in um, we have been experiencing ever since late february early march this pandemic yeah yeah. and we've never gone through a pandemic before no what are some of the things that you and your family are experiencing
0: well my boys have not been in normal school since early march Mm. Um I you know they they started to shut the school down for just a couple weeks since our school district is kind of straddles the two counties that were initially hit here in the United States mm-hmm. and um initially that was just going to be a two week kind of flatten the curve mm-hmm. and let's kind of sanitize the buildings and everything and then in the course of that two weeks everything got shut down. Right. So um so that's one thing. Um I've never we've never not been able to go to church. Uh, we've never not been able to go to baseball games or football games or any other kind of sporting events. You know, it just life is just life has just been on hold. And what we thought was just going to be for a little while has turned out to be several months. And uh, that's it's been a it's been a trial for everybody.
1: Yeah. Over half a year. Mm-hmm. We are in our seventh month
0: now. Mm-hmm.
1: And even though businesses have opened back up and restaurants they are with extreme restrictions they are not at capacity and um, life as we know it normal life as Mm -hmm. we know it is not normal we've never been this way before right right and so i find that trying to understand what's happening and respond correctly the word of god speaks to us, mm-hmm. even though God spoke those words to Joshua thousands mm-hmm. of years, years ago, ago. Yeah. they'd never been that way before either. They were getting yeah. ready to go into the promised land and take yeah. the land. And all those years they depended on Moses and his mm-hmm. leadership mm-hmm. and his faith. And now he was gone. And um, so it's times like these that we're reminded that the word of God is our very life. Mm hmm. And the Word of God will offer us wisdom and strength and discernment for the days ahead. Well, to piggyback with that, I wanted to share this story that I keep thinking about and see if I can tie it all together with the pandemic and the shutdown and we've never been this way before. Along with this story and this story I read it in this book by Mark Batterson. Mm-hmm. Pretty familiar probably mm-hmm. to most people listening. Then the title of the work of the book is called Whisper, How to Hear the Voice of God. And Mark shares this fascinating story about that huge um, earthquake. And that happened, it was December 26, 2004. Hmm. And it was the third largest earthquake ever recorded by seismograph. And it occurred deep beneath the Indian Ocean. And it registered 9.1 on the Richter scale. It was the deadliest. It then produced the deadliest tsunami in history. Mm
0: -hmm. And it claimed
1: 227,898 lives wow but that's not the point of the story the point of the story is to tell us all about the mokin people who are an astronesian ethnic group Hmm. that maintains a nomadic sea-based culture they live on the open seas from birth to death their handcrafted wooden boats called the kabang function as houseboats for these sea gypsies. Moken children learn to swim before they learn to walk. Wow. They can see twice as clearly underwater as landlubbers. Wow. (laughs) And if there were an underwater breath-holding contest, it would be no contest. But it wasn't any of these skills that saved them from the, the tsunami. What saved them was their intimacy with the ocean Hmm. The Moken know its moods and messages better than any oceanographer. Wow. On the day of the earthquake, an amateur photographer from Bangkok was taking pictures of the Moken when she became concerned by what she saw. As the sea started to recede, many of the Moken were crying. They knew what was about to happen. They recognized that the birds had stopped chirping. The cicadas had gone silent. The elephants were headed toward higher ground. And the dolphins were swimming farther out to sea. Hmm. What did the Mokan do? Those who were near the coast of Thailand beached their boats and hiked to the highest elevation possible. Those who were out to sea sailed even farther out to sea. They made it to the deep ocean where they knew the tsunami crest would be minimalized as it passed them. Burmese fishermen in the same vicinity as the Moken were blindsided by the tsunami and had no survivors. They were collecting squid, said one Moken survivor. They don't know how to look. The waves and birds and cicadas and elephants and dolphins were speaking to those Burmese fishermen, but sadly, they didn't know how to listen. Wow. The water receded very fast and one wave, one small wave came, and they recognized that this was not ordinary. One small wave. Wow. As amazing as it seems, that's all it took for the Moken to recognize trouble that and an ancient legend that had been passed down from generation to generation about a wave called laboon the wave that eats people and somehow they perceived that this was that wave so isn't that the most fascinating yeah, story fascinating. yeah um, yeah and i'm gonna try to tie that in to kind of what we're walking through all of those moken people who were alive had not ever been that way before, before. yeah they had not experienced the tsunami that mm-hmm. inevitably came ashore and wiped out hundreds of thousands of people there's many movies about it it's it's amazing that anyone survived but all of the moken people survived wow because they were intimate With the ways of the ocean Ocean. Mm -hmm. and they learned how to read it even though it was this tiny unusual wave Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i thought what a lesson for all of us believers Mm -hmm. who are alive today Mm -hmm. we've never lived through a pandemic right and we're so sad and disappointed about this nationwide shutdown that many of us are still feeling the effects I know you and your husband are working from home and your boys are out of school and there's no Mm -hmm. sports and uh, I mean it just goes on and on and on and you know we've personally witnessed many people losing their livelihoods Mm -hmm. it's been a heartbreaking time but what is God saying to us in the midst of this storm And are we listening and are we aware Mm
0: -hmm. like the Moken? Yeah.
1: I mean, it didn't take much for them to see, "Uh uh-oh, we got to move and we got to move fast. fast. Yeah. And they would all say, we had never experienced this before. Mm -hmm. We've never been this Mm -hmm. way before. And we've never been this way before as far as living through a pandemic living through much of the political upheaval that we are mm-hmm. witnessing. Um, it's, it just goes on and on and on. And so I guess I would say to us and to everyone listening, just like the Mokans were trained to really be students of the ocean, mm-hmm. let's continue to be students of the Word
0: yeah.
1: and of God himself. Because even though things will come and go throughout our lives that we've never experienced before, his word never changes. Right, right. And his word, just like that word to Joshua, now follow me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Follow my presence. Don't make a move without my presence because you've never been this way before. I really believe that is still his message to his people today. Right, Just keep leaning into my presence. Don't make a move without me. You've never been this way before, but I'm going to be with you and I'm going to do amazing things in your midst. Wow. Just like it was amazing that he saved all the Moken people, not one passed away Wow! in the midst of that tsunami. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God's promise to his people is that he will do amazing things as we honor his presence and honor his name and Be students of his word.
0: That is a good word. Thanks for joining us on the Sisters Podcast and join us again next time when we will have another good word to share. See you next time. Bye.